0: Good evening, Bob Ulrich. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. Oh my goodness. You know, this is Um Actually Comics for 11-10-21. It, it is? It is. I in... came here for the other podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, for that podcast, we're going to be doing Scanner Cop this week. Wait.
1: <laughs> Scanner Cop?
0: Yes, for, for reals. Wow. I love that movie. It is literally I've never even heard of it. Well, that's because it's terrible. But it was like <laughs> I mean, that's like,
1: no guarantee that I haven't heard of
0: it. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I mean, it was one of my favorite movies growing up, and it was a. Uh, it basically, it was like RoboCop came out and they were like, oh shit, you know, you could do crazy shit with cops. They did Maniac Cop and RoboCop.
1: I've heard Fucking of Maniac Cop.
0: Scanners was a thing. What about a scanner cop? And they just did that. Ah, but it's not related to the scanner? Oh, it 100% oh. is a legitimate sequel to Scanners. Whoa. Yeah, it is in the scanner-verse.
1: Well, I won't listen to the podcast then because I don't want spoilers. You don't,
0: you don't want to spoil that beauty. There's actually anybody listening to this don't go to a Abraxas and buy the $80 box set that's there <laughs> but uh, Matt has a Scanner Cop 1 and 2 Blu-ray set for 80 bucks <laughs> and I have $80 in credit there and I was like I think this is kismet. I think oh, that this wow. is the world telling me that I need this hyper deluxe version of Scattercop One and Two.
1: Now, when you watch those videos, do you watch them on video cassette specifically, or are you just like Matt however? Matt generally get it? does, but That's I cool. don't. Yeah. yeah,
0: and sometimes what winds up happening is that like. Matt will watch it on VHS and he'll have a different edit than I have. Oh man, that's, they,
1: that's a sticky wicket.
0: It does. It it wonks it out. But since I'm the only one that takes notes, it doesn't matter. So Matt's like, oh, that wasn't there. I'm like, oh, whatever.
1: Um, <laughs> it's like when you read the Star Wars movie adaption when it came out and it had the Jabba the Hut scene in it.
0: It was like when I read *Splinter in the Mind's Eye*, and I was like, "I can't wait to see Princess Leia and Luke get together like they do in the book <laughs> and have kids." And then I was like, "What?" what? <laughs> but in *Splinter in the Mind's Eye*, they totally did it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he also, didn't know. To,
1: to me, Jabba the Hutt is a skinny green guy with gills.
0: No, fair. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Uh, anyway we're gonna talk about comic books this week yeah, um, yeah we should do that there is a fascinating thing going on uh diamond comics as you may know has been going through it lately <laughs> and uh, one of the one of the particulars of the way that they're going through it is that some Russian hackers put them uh, out of business for about five days uh, and we're doing a one of them one of them ransomware attacks where either you pay they them a million a, dollars or they pick the worst
1: business like maybe they should have picked a business that has a million dollars. exactly i don't I, know i'm sorry diamond probably has a million
0: dollars I, honestly we know they do because they just bought uh one of those action figure and video game uh grading companies yeah but you for, can
1: buy stuff without having all the money for it, it. was a lot of money it was Ooh. like
0: over 10 million dollars i think so they're billionaires they should have I mean, just paid up. To be honest, I think... what What's his name? Steve... Steve Geppy. Steve Geppi. I always want to call him Giuseppe.
1: Yeah. As I've though, been seeing... Because I've been reading all these shitty dollar comics. I've been seeing all kinds of ads for his old company. Oh, yeah. And, like, his early distribution services before He's Diamond. He's gotta be
0: rich as shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, he I is. I mean, I know that he paid... I know that he was liquid enough to literally drop one million dollars into Diamond, like eight years ago.
1: And he bought the Sammy Sosa baseball. Did he really do no, that? No, no that oh, was Todd McFarlane. <laughs> Todd McFarlane no, Tom, bought the
0: Wait, did he buy the Sammy Sosa I don't one know or he the, bought. the, the he Mark bought some Mark Mark McGuire? McGuire. And then yeah, Sammy Sosa sorry. broke the record right after right. How do I know anything about sports <laughs> at all? <laughs> because that's it really involves upsetting. Todd McFarlane. That's why. <laughs>
1: That's, that's it. That is exactly why I know as well. I don't even know yeah. which person it was. I just remembered the name and the baseball <laughs> and the, <laughs> that it cost a million dollars.
0: I thought it was more than that. But yeah, e- it probably was. Either yeah. way. Whatever. It was a crazy amount of money. All and these he's comic a crazy guys, person. they all got the millions. Yeah. So, uh, long story short, uh, that what that means to you, the consumer, uh, is that no comic shops have Diamonds books right now. So, uh, it's not like so you're going to pre-order your stuff as usual, but unfortunately you're not going to get any of the indies or anything other than scout books, Marvel and DC. That's all we got currently. Um, and that's, that's just one of those things. And sorry about that, but any, uh, any idea on
1: how long that twill be? We don't
0: know. They're, they're dropping us little notes being like, "Uh, we haven't even gotten our system back up, but my guess is we're going to get them in Saturday. Which is Ooh. not like that is that is a historically long. Yeah. But I mean, this this has been a five day assault by hackers Russian on a system. Russian hackers. They literally couldn't get into like uh, it shut down everything to the point where they had to let everyone leave because they couldn't generate invoices, <laughs> they couldn't generate packing slips, they couldn't pack things, they couldn't do anything. Their phones didn't work, uh, Alliance didn't work, so their game company was on the same server somehow and that got shut down which is hilarious because they won't bundle things together from alliance and it's like hey wait a minute <laughs> i smell something you pretending that you're not the same company. You jerks a bunch of
1: leave it to the russian hackers to <laughs> expose expose
0: the, the the corporate malfeasance so true um WikiLeaks. There are a bunch of great books this week, and I'm very much enjoying them. Also, uh, Mm. apologies for not being here last week. I got some sort of weird stomach bug, and I was off my feet for like three days. So, apologies for that as well. Um, And uh, let's talk comics. Yeah, let's talk action comics 1036
1: oh we're back into having this be a comic that i give a shit about
0: yeah we got the grant morrison continuity leaking into the action comics of our
1: sort of well, there mean... was a uh, last week there was a annual that kind of basically there was this the the grant morrison redo of the authority but it all took place in the future oh yeah and it involved like superman knowing president kennedy and like it definitely, like, was not the continuity at well, all. I missed
0: everything last week.
1: Well, no, this this thing last week. So, basically, Superman and the Authority was the four-issue Grant Morrison series. Yeah. And it it was cool. It was yeah, really yeah. good. And But it was, like, it wasn't future state. It was, like, another Earth. It was, yeah, yeah. like, Superman yeah. was older and he knew Kennedy and, like, all kinds of different shit. And then they did this annual I think it came out last week but or the week before where they it was like a Superman Batman annual and they basically were just like we like this version of the authority so we're just gonna have it be continuity that this is the version of the authority now which I'm actually into it because I like the team um
0: I mean, I feel like you don't hire somebody like Grant Morrison anymore or any of those people. Like even Warren Ellis, even though I think he's canceled and he he's won't show definitely up anymore. Canceled. But either way, you don't hire those guys if you don't mean to use the thing that they're going to fix as part of something else.
1: That is true today. Today, It was not true in the past. Uh, No, people thought it
0: was too crazy in the past.
1: DC, I think it just took them a while to figure out what to do with it, and then by the Mm -hmm. time it took them to figure it out, it was the zeitgeist had moved forward. But now you have people who are definitely at DC who are like, they might not get what he's doing, but they're like, at least we know it's cool and we're going to keep using it. I
0: mean, if you look at... Like, everybody's, like, the, the the crazy hero of the moment is Moon Knight. Everybody's really excited about Moon Knight right now. Mm. And that is purely because they had it revamped by Warren Ellis. Oh, yeah. And that version, this new version of Moon Knight, this, this new continuity version, is 100% that Moon Knight. Yes. And it was a good idea because that Moon Knight ruled. Yes. Regardless of whether he's a, you know separating art from the artist kind of thing here um yeah uh, he may be a scumbag but man for hire real good stuff yeah definitely no that was
1: a good series and warren ellis is a good writer it just it sucks that he's a douchebag in person or personally or whatever but you know like it's not you know he made comics they came out it's like that thing where it's like when I go back and I'm looking through the back issue bins and I'm like oh this cool issue of Green Lantern and it's like oh it's written by that pedophile (laughs) fuck Gerard Jones yeah yeah yeah. so it's like people who are shitty do good work sometimes like those are good comics like good they're well written comics like he wrote a lot of stuff that was really good and then it was like oh he's a gross scumbag
0: I mean yeah that it's yeah. a it's a weird thing. Sometimes
1: it seeps in. With that it's like I can't even like read the yeah, old that's, stuff. That's but, like, kinda
0: weird. That's that's a an especial kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately did a lot of work with Mike back, who I huh. love. Uh, that, that's loved a bummer. when he was alive. And uh, so yeah, it's hard to ignore some of that stuff. Anyway, blah blah blah.
0: You know what I can't ignore? Is it
1: Amazing Spider-Man?
0: Uh, no, actually, oh, it's shit. Aliens. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I can't ignore. I cannot ignore an alien. Um, this is Alien number eight from Marvel. I love this book, and this is a particularly fun story. And really, I love. I love this swing. This is. This is definitely unlike a lot of things that they have tried in the past. This is a story of like a practically Amish farming village. I mean, I say Amish, but they've got like firearms and things. So they're not Amish, but they are a remote farming village and an alien lands in its ship in the middle of their cornfield, crashes down and hell breaks loose. And it is so cool. It's so done like a werewolf movie. It's done in this way that's like, You know, they go out at night and then they happen to see this thing rustling in the bushes and whatever. Like, it's not done in that traditional alien sense. It's done in more of a traditional horror, like, you know, universal monsters horror kind of thing. It's very fun. It's, It's really, it has one of my pet peeves, unfortunately, which is I thought Marvel would fix this. In all the old uh, Aliens comics, you'd always see alien attacks and people would be like, oh no, they're dead, and they'd have their throat ripped out. And you're like, the point is that these things consume a lot of matter and then they grow big. What you should have is like bones that are almost completely picked clean or even mostly consumed and like bits of clothing with guts mm. around them somewhere where the alien has eaten a ton of them. But instead, it's like some of the bodies in this it's just like oh his leg was ripped off and it's right next to him and it's like okay what is he eating then
1: yeah I always thought that the aliens uh, didn't really like do no oh, I don't know that they wanted the host to be they didn't want to kill right. it because you, then you, they, they could want to eat make, some of them
0: but some, then they want to hold on to some of them to use them as hosts for the for, for their the parasites yeah. for the facehuggers yeah yeah and grow more aliens yes that That's is why true. i prefer the brood oh man how can you <laughs> from x-men as though there's <laughs> a definitely difference. not the alien <laughs> definitely not a complete i cannot fucking wait i can't wait oh, i cannot until wait they, for they, brood it, versus alien oh man you know it's gonna happen it could happen and also it's gonna have brew in it so it makes me really happy yeah that guy's good He's Someone's trying to come inside one of my favorites poor person i feel bad for them i closed down early because there was nothing going on and i have no books they're they're really working that door they're working it (laughs) they want in they left oh that's good um (laughs) anyway um amazing spider-man number 78 i like it uh, I'm
1: in favor of Amazing Spider-Man number 78.
0: I am in favor of... Uh, Legacy 879. Yes, of Kelly Thompson writing this yeah. forever. Um, this is really good. I am really enjoying Spider-Man right now. Yeah, it's fun. I Thank like God it. Kelly Thompson is on it.
1: Yeah, there's some really great uh, like character moments in this, and I, that was, to me... Um, Also, Sarah Pichelli. She does the cool um, expressive eyes Spider-Man, which I like.
0: Me too. I love expressive eyes Spider-Man, and I don't really care for Mobius Morbius. Uh, But this is a Morbius issue, and I'm still interested in it. I like this version of Morbius. The the way that they're the way that they're handling it is much smarter than the average Morbius story, because you don't have to deal with him whining and moping and all that shit. He basically just shows up. They deal with him and it's like, stop hurting yourself. Stop doing this. It's like he's they can control him. He's not an indomitable force. Mm. They're just like, dude, we're trying to help you quit it. (laughs) And that's that's the way that Morbius should be is that Ran he's basically on. hurting himself. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like him as like uh, an actual vampire analog it's kind of no it doesn't work silly. he's the living vampire he's a living vampire <laughs> he has to be different
1: otherwise what's the point of him he's just dracula
0: right well i mean the the point is that at the time you had to be a living vampire otherwise you couldn't fit into the comics code
1: yes uh, uh because man.
0: undead oh. characters were not allowed by the comics code at the I time. i
1: read a fantastic story kurt Buziak actually wrote it for what the in what one the? of my quarter comics uh, where uh, they made fun of that, uh, the whole satanic panic and how oh it, like God. they couldn't do it, and it was a son of Satan thing, but they couldn't call him son of Satan, so he was <laughs> son of Santa, and then it was like he, had, the whole story was him being son of Santa, and then at the end they were like this isn't working, and they made him son of Stan, and it was like you know, Ooh, I do like that, son of Stan, and it was Stanley, and then <laughs> that was the like butch. At the end, uh, also there was a Fat Moon Knight story in that comic that was very very funny. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, it was drawn by Win Mortimer, who used to draw Supergirl in the fifth in the sixties. Yeah, yeah it, But it was like a nineteen nineties thing. It must have been like one of the last things he drew. Wow, that's Fat crazy. Moon Knight. <laughs> it's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> it's a great, it's a great legacy uh, moment. Those what those are always worth picking up. Um, anyway, so something that may also be worth picking up, but I'm never going to know, would be Amethyst Princess of Gem World Trade Paperback this is another one of those uh y a dc books looks yeah, this, really cool this it's is an
1: original graphic novel I it think. is
0: yes yeah. by uh the art is by asia fulmore unfamiliar
1: yeah i gave it a flip looks it's, cool in that vein of Y A D C stuff. yeah
0: it's got that uh steven universe type of type of flavor which is understandable because the stories are very similar yep um we got Archie and Friends Christmas Calamity number one. <laughs> it's a calamity. It's a calamity. There's always a Christmas calamity <laughs> in that Archie Riverdale. So true. Um, who's that other dog? I don't know. I didn't see it. So there's hot dog, and then there's some yellow dog as well. Is there some other dog in Riverdale? I thought I can't, oh, I, only I, hot dog. I don't. Where I don't even. Where is the comic? No clue. Uh, it's it is at Diamond currently sitting oh, on a yeah. pallet somewhere.
1: I'm aware of no other dog. Interesting.
0: Uh, Avengers Tech On, number four. <laughs> tech On, Avengers. Tech On. They're me. the Avengers with Tech On. Tech <laughs> me On. Clever. Yes. We get uh, Avengers, Tech On, Momoko, and regular covers. They're pretty cool, actually. That Momoko cover's pretty fucking dope. Meek.
1: There's another Momoko cover that's good this week.
0: Yeah, there's actually a few. but oh, uh, I only saw two. Let's see. We got Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries number eight. Speaking of great covers, I love this cover. Honestly, if
1: this was printed not on glossy paper, I would have bought this. The art inside is it's, really good. It's really cool. Yeah, this is a yeah. great... It's just a Scooby-Doo, Batman, Joker, yep. like, cartoon fun. It's just... <laughs> I hate glossy it's, paper, man. I...
0: It's weird. I mentioned it in the newsletter, but like, seriously, uh, like when I look at something like this, I, all I can, all I can say is I know that this is going to be worth money someday. (laughs) Like you look at that cover and it's like, that's one that collectors are going to be like, yep, that's the one for some reason. You just know it. And I think, I think that's definitely, definitely on the list.
1: It looks really good. The artist on this is Dario Brizuela and that artist I know nothing about other than they 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 work on a lot of the all ages stuff for multiple companies and this they can do whatever style like and I I don't know if Dario is a male or female so I'm trying to be like usually I I
0: believe that is a man's name I only know that because
1: of Dario Argento oh sure so it, it, we'll will make no further assumptions from he, from me. But uh, the that that artist is a good artist.
0: But obviously, they can choose to be whoever they wish to be. Um,
1: well, but like they, so he whatever. I'm sorry, he can do. Uh, they let's say any style, like any style, like if 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 he's doing. Scooby-Doo, the style is pitch perfect. If he's <laughs> doing My Little Pony, the style is pitch yeah, yeah. perfect. Oh, it's just right. like totally adaptable yeah, yeah. and it's like they he does uh like I don't know whatever. Anyway, but I've made the point. I but, like that artist. But
0: you know who else is awesome who? who does not do very many styles. He does Jeffrey Brown style. Oh yeah, that yes. would be
1: Jeffrey Brown. <laughs> Jeffrey Brown's Robin.
0: Jeffrey Brown's Robin and Batman and Robin and Howard. Yes, <laughs> which this cover is so good. <laughs> so goofy. Uh, it's just Robin walking down a hallway with his friend Howard, and Batman's looking through the window like a real creep. <laughs> it's really. This seems to be the theme of the week. <laughs> Actually, Batman being a creep is definitely the theme of the week. Creepy but, Batman. Uh, I love Jeffrey Brown. I love I yeah. love his career uh, switch around. Yeah, where we've gone from uh, Ed the Clown. Is that was sure. that his first thing? Sounds right. <laughs> Which was not for kids, <laughs> was very disturbing and bizarre, uh, and just kind of morphed that somehow into a career doing cutesy, adorable like Star Wars. And, yeah.
1: and, and
0: they're good. Like, yeah. they're all really fun. And super popular. I, those Star Wars ones are a goddamn delight. <laughs> um, all of this stuff is really fun. So I would say, I bet Batman and Robin and Howard is really cool. I would, I would say, indeed. It probably is. Um, And another thing that is surprisingly cool that I don't read, but uh, you do and have said good things about, would be uh, Batman Superman. We got the trade paperback, world's deadliest. That would be volume two of the current volume whatever that is uh
1: yeah if this is the gene uh you y- luan I mean, yang yeah, so. version uh the art is great it's a really cool the if it's the arc that i think it is it's it, the most recent one it was like yes, this I
0: believe so. it's like seven through 15
1: yeah um i'd have to look at it but either way i'm sure it's fine uh, i like if it's that if it is that specific storyline yeah, it's I great
0: so. um another story that's really good is batman the imposter number two
1: cool i did not really this was not my my style
0: i really liked the first one quite a bit actually i didn't read the second one but i thought the first one was great um cool we got batman urban legends number nine cool yeah it's like basically
1: all the bat non-batman characters like getting an anthology
0: And like I've said before, this has continuously been really good. Yeah, I like it. This has been a really fun series.
1: It's a Batwoman story, and then there was was like Outsiders, and uh, yeah. Yeah, whatever.
0: Whatever. Whatever. Um, Battle Angel Alita, graphic novel, volume three. Black Manta, number three of six. This is that continuing uh, trying to reform the character of Black Manta into kind of an antihero kind of thing
1: it's really good it's really good the art's awesome and i was like i i didn't i ignored number one and then number two came out and i looked at it i was like this looks really good and then i read it and i was like this is actually really good and i went back and got number one and now i'm excited for number three it's much much better than you would expect a black manta miniseries to be agree uh
0: from the world of our pal joe schmalky and uh and the earth schmalky from the Schmalkiverse. <laughs> verse <Schmelkeverse>. schmalky <laughs> verse uh we got black caravans cherry blackbird number four if you like uh, you like them rock and roll stories with a touch of people being murdered by dildos you gotta <laughs> love cherry blackbird this is the
1: comic beat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i believe my wife edited this when it first came out cool if i'm not mistaken or no that was i think maybe it was the werewolf one I can't remember. She edited one of these things for him. Um, super cool. I love it. I got to say, I mean, I'm probably going to say this later as well, but uh, in going through this, in reading all of the Scout stuff that came out this week, I got to tell you, I am really happy to be a part of the, the Black Caravan thing because this stuff is super quality and it's a super fun universe of of stuff. The the way that it's curated, it is up my alley. It's the kind of stuff that I enjoy and I'm really happy that it's like that we're gonna be part of it. So it's pretty awesome.
1: It is Um, making awesome.
0: Deadpool black, white and blood. I forgot to look at this. Number four. These in general, like I I don't pay attention to these because they aren't in continuity. So there's nothing that I need to pay attention to as the owner of a store trying to figure out if stories are good, Mm. but every time they do one of these, they are good. They tend to be, I, they tend to be pretty fun.
1: I actually, the reason I say I forgot to look at it's like, I meant to like, I, when it's, I tend to like the whether it's black and white or you know the red white and gold or blue or whatever it is you know like they're because they attract like artists so it's like you get a nice tight short story usually by at the worst case scenario is there's a story you like but then two stories you don't like Mm -hmm. Uh, the best case scenario is the whole thing rocks yeah and I'm not and, sure. I'm sorry, I can't say which one. And this falls Deadpool
0: under. has been. This series has been kind of on that front. I mean, so was the Carnage one. That Carnage mm. one was really good all the way. The fucking Wolverine one was really good all I the
1: way. I remember the her. Wolverine one being cool. Yeah, I guess I'm just less of a blood one was like person.
0: Two was too on the nose sometimes mm. because they were all serious. Like it. I I like I like to have. If you're going to do an anthology like this, I want two serious ones, one joke one, and a single panel page, (laughs) you know, like I want a page of nonsense. I want some, I want somebody coming in like an Evan Dorkin and doing a one pager that breaks up the two serious stories and then one capper at the end. That's kind of a joke one.
1: I wonder if it's somehow like if there's like a minimum amount of pages that a comic book has to be. And wouldn't it maybe make sense to, instead of doing a big anthology that has, like, you know, maybe you're having to buy stories that you don't want in order to get a comic that you want, do, like, little tiny mini ones that are, like, a dollar, but it's, like, six pages.
0: I have wondered about that. I mean, I I don't know if there's...
1: I mean, there must be a reason why they don't do it, but, Mm. you know... I guess would why fun. would you want to make a dollar when you could make six dollars? Is probably the biggest reason. I think I think it does
0: <laughs> I think it boils down to that. But I mean I would I would be so into an ash can sized yeah. story that came out and was just sort of like a little thing.
1: Yeah, I'd be super into
0: it. That was like, like even even if you did it even if Disney, you know, did it and they were like, This is Disney and these are Marvel stories but we're going to underground creators we're going to people who are very small mm. and allowing these people who are literally making zines to do a one issue zine of Wolverine or whatever else and we're selling it for a buck yeah you know that would be fucking dope it would be cool but that's
1: not something they will ever do no so no definitely don't you worry about yes. it otherwise you'd get like that cosmic surfer comic where like <laughs> yes <laughs> there's like all kinds of like dick shots in it and stuff yeah. which I love... Yeah, me too. Uh, I did love that book quite a bit, Uh, but yeah. Yep. Someone else is trying to come in. Sorry if there's background
0: noise. Oh, boy. Sorry, everybody. We really didn't think anybody was coming out tonight. We Mm -hmm. hadn't had a single fucking customer in like three hours. Um, So, Dynamite Lives, number five, is out. We got another one from the black caravan. And this is a special one. We have the normal cover for your black caravan, Epic Taverns tales from the fantastical crimes unit. It's a mouthful. So so we have that one. It is based on the Epic Tavern video game. Uh, which is written by a friend of ours who you may remember as the writer for Escape from Jesus Island. Oh, I remember yes, that. Sean French, who we've had here before for signings. And Was that uh, a Kickstarter? It was a Kickstarter.
1: I, Kickstar- I, I backed that Kickstarter. Yeah.
0: And it was great. The yeah, art was amazing. and It was a anyway. crazy, wacky story. It was super fun. Um, and this is based on the video game that he also writes, and he's doing it with a really cool person who I've never seen do anything called Steve Mardo. Do not know him, even though he sounds like some sort of mystical wizard. <laughs> um, Steve Mardo, the wizard.
1: <laughs> it's pretty good. Steve is a established St- wizard. Established name. wizard name. Steve uh,
0: Strange. He's old a wizard. Stevie Strange. Um, and we've got a special thing, which is the coast city comics exclusive variant
1: blue, 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 blue. we
0: got a sclusi for this one which is drawn by none other than teenage mutant ninja turtles super artist steven levine Sick. also known to be the bassist for the character michelangelo if you I thought you said
1: bassist and i was
0: like oh uh, sh- he was also a bassist for michelangelo uh, michelangelo <laughs> batten if you remember that shred guitar player no just me okay sorry i don't uh, remember i'm sorry <laughs> He was one of those guys that played like a double neck guitar and would harmonize with himself. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's he, intense. I mean, it was pretty intense. Uh, no, Steve did a, an exclusive cover for us. And guess what's going to happen on Saturday? That's right. Steve's going to be here signing them. And we're also going to have Sean French here signing them. So it's going to be a, a twofer. And furthermore, there's another secret to this comic book that is extra exclusive and ties into another thing that makes me very happy to be part of this universe. If you are an Epic Tavern player you get an exclusive Coast City Comics item in this. Yes, that's right. Does it have wheels? It it does not have wheels because it's a fucking snowboard. It is the the snowboard of the Rad Wraith and that is the the exclusive item that you get in-game when you buy this that's That's awesome (laughs) and it's for a very specific part of the game where there's like a ski race and it gives you a wicked advantage uh like a wicked advantage (laughs) so uh enjoy that and uh yeah that's what we're going to be doing come by saturday between four and six we got an event page and all that i'll have signed copies afterwards i'll have them sign them all up and all that but uh but come by Say hi, Steve will be here. I'll probably have I'll probably drag out some of those. Uh, what is known? I think I can't remember who said this. One of the one of the collector sites referred to it as a very hard to find cover, the Coast City Comics exclusive cover for Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures, Whoa. drawn by Steve Levine and Pete Laird if you might what? know that gentleman and Never colored colored by Ben Bishop who is now the big exciting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles artist so uh, we might drag a few of those out of storage they are very rare because we did not make very many of them uh, and so come on by it'll be exciting that's cool uh, get, get your
1: collectibles
0: yeah and we got Eternals number 7 how about that? Yep. Sure do. Uh we got Excalibur number twenty five. Another
1: one I forgot to read. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I did not read Excalibur. Um Fables Compendium. Yeah, we got more of that. That thing is insane. It is a phone. It book. is
1: insane. I love it. I mean work you like do your wrist warm ups before yeah, yeah, you yeah. read that. It's and so good. Sorry, that sounds dirty, but <laughs> That thing is
0: heavy. Doing I just th- warm ups while you're reading that. If you know what I'm saying. Hey, yo, hey.
1: Uh, no, it's like it's heavy, and it's like a, it's like a it's like if the phone book was heavy. <laughs> it's <laughs> like got this great idea for phone books. Let's make them weigh three, five, six, ten times
0: as much. Gen Z kids, let me tell you, there was a thing called a phone book, <laughs> and it sucked. It was a terrible time. Book.
1: I liked it just fine. You know what I really liked about it when my name was in it. <laughs> that was always exciting when you're, new, York like, ah, my listing, it's, it's gone live.
0: <laughs> Especially since you could mess with it and you could give yourself funny names. Yes. Once I figured that out, then it was all over.
1: Or like one time I would be like, there's only one other person with my last name in the entire state of Maine, or Tri Bangor area, or whatever it was. That was like, <laughs> I don't, <know. laughs> it's
0: a try. I want to know more about the Tri Bangor area. <laughs>
1: it's the Tri Bangor area. <laughs>
0: please it's the area where you try
1: Bagor. please try it
0: don't bother (laughs) i have it's not worth it um speaking of things you should try how about future state gotham number seven i tried it and i liked it me too it's great what about that gi joe he's a real american hero Mm, i've heard rumors to that effect yep it is true uh 287 that's a lot of issues they just keep going Harley Quinn, the, the animated Energizer series. Bunny
1: of comic books. It truly is. Sorry,
0: uh, Harley Quinn, the animated series, the Eat, Bang, Kill tour number three of six.
1: I I just really like this comic book. It's good. It's so funny. I love Poison Ivy's Venus Flytrap hair oh, hairdo that is in it, and also there's a like hella Nightwing thirst trap in this. Like, <laughs> good luck. Like,
0: good luck competing with those upcoming covers that are coming out for. I don't know. Did you oh, man. see
1: those? I didn't. But like the Nightwing <laughs> like thirst trap legitimate is always
0: like porn. It's insane. That's...
1: See, I like this because it doesn't look like porn, although the artist makes Nightwing like look like he's like five feet tall, so it's a little weird. The per- the but but yeah, there's like uh there's like some major league. Like they're they're clearly like just like doing right. it, you know. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. part of the bit. It's oh, good. Yes. I like this comic. It's fun.
0: Um Hellions number seventeen is out. I read that and I loved it. Uh, it was really freaking good. Who's uh, a Hellion these days? Oh my god. Honestly, I can't even name half of them oh because my god. that sounds horrible. I, well, I mean <laughs> you get you get your havoc. Ah, the um, havoc. But there's this one character that I can that I didn't know who it was because I've been out of it for a little while. And looks it's like a purple and silver uh Iron Man with little pointy bits sort of something is that the one but that's it's, on it's the cover mutant. yeah 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 that character don't know who that is but hmm. they feature very prominently in this and it was a really good story about them never got a name for them in the whole story and i loved the it. the problem
1: with both marvel and dc yeah they need to introduce who's in like it's y- y- you can't those make pages. these comics where it's like you just i mean i know it's because they're writing it for the trade yeah. and if you read the trade you'd know who it was yep. But absolutely it sucks no, when if, I'd read, if i'd read edition.
0: last month's issue i'm sure i would know but I didn't.
1: I'm, I'm i'm no guarantee that's depending true. on whether the first issue of the series was last issue if it's part three last issue probably didn't tell you it could be i don't know whatever i'm sure it was great I, oh, the, well, you said it was great. yeah so i, I loved it, it
0: yeah um okay so what we have here is the joe hill presents hill house comics box set in this, we have for a hundred bucks, you get the basketful of heads trade, the Lolo Woods trade, you get the Dollhouse trade, the Daphne Byrne trade, the Plunge trade, and the Sea Dogs trade. Yes. Awesome.
1: Yes, yeah, every Hill it's, House. It is trade.
0: Full on quality. Cool. All the way. I I highly recommend it.
1: Um, basketful of heads still one of my favorite comics of last year
0: that last issue from the new series was so oh god, insane yeah. oh the my refrigerator god refrigerator <laughs>
1: full of heads one yeah i did really Holy like that shit.
0: That, was a, that was a great choice yep uh homesick pilots uh volume two trade paperback i am batman number three is a comic book that i did not read i read it it's good james bond himeros number two Joker number nine. I have fallen off of that one hundred percent.
1: I do not like this comic anymore. <sighs> it's a bummer. I
0: I thought it was going to be done in six issues, but I guess it's selling too no, well. To it's. Stop. I
1: mean, they needed to get. I I am glad that Joker is just like in his own comic now. Like get sure. him out of all the other ones. I'm sick of him. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't like it. Understandable. I wish I did, but I don't. Also, it's too expensive. Yep. Sorry, you should buy Joker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love. I left the uh, the one in twenty five at five bucks. It's a thirty dollar book, and I didn't adjust it. Oh man, still hasn't sold. (laughs) You better adjust that. (laughs) I really should. Oh well. Um. Okay, so we've got a million copies uh no joke like 30 something copies of Junji Ito's Cat Diary hardcover oh which is delightful it's all the stories of him hallucinating with his cat <laughs> yes this it's is so good collectors so edition so creepy. It yeah it's great uh, we got Justice League last ride number 7 good and it's final issue nice Life is Strange, Settling Dust, number two of four. We got the trade paperback of Life is Strange for volume five out. We have Little Shop of Horrors, number 47, the Monster Mag, with the Gorgon on the cover. Pretty cool. Mamo, number five of five. Last issue of this wonderful, delightful, magical witchy series. Love it so much. Got to get it and a trade paperback of one of the better dc things that's come out in a while the man bat miniseries i liked that series me too
1: it was cool it was i um, hate that he's a zombie now
0: well it's a bad choice he's only a zombie for a hot minute until yeah i know, until they it's... give him
1: the lazarus enema exactly. and he became
0: <laughs> <laughs> i wish that was what it was <laughs>
1: basically is did you read task I force z know. Yeah they just like It's it's a pill Oh okay Like they basically Just like give you but A it Lazarus pill it, I mean
0: it could The Lazarus suppository <laughs> um, Maneaters Cursed Number five Of five What a great series Nice uh, May's book number three oh, Still one of my like favorite one. one of my favorite things Going on right now Miles Morales Spider-Man number 32 Still wearing that Weird looking costume oh, I hate that costume the so art's really good in this comic, book too. is great, though. Yeah. Um, this is one that I was really looking forward to, but, uh, of course, we can't read it because it's sitting somewhere else, but it is called My Date with Monsters. Number Ooh. one, it's from Aftershock, and it's... Uh, I like Aftershock. It's... Uh, oh, my God. I don't want to say... I don't want to say it like that. Uh, Paul Tobin and Andy McDonald. Oh. Andy McDonald was... Uh, I knew him as the boyfriend of... Uh, Becky Cloonan, I think is that right? I, don't know. I think that was it. I think he was. I think he was Becky Cloonan's boyfriend when she came to the con, and that was how I met him. Okay. I, I think if he's the guy that did uh, that uh, "Kill Shakespeare" comic, is he the same guy? I did
1: not read that comic, but it could be. Either way, you're uh, you're outside of my wheelhouse.
0: You, um, either way, art looks amazing. Looks like a fun story. I'm very intrigued by this. So, hopefully, uh, it shows up soon. <laughs>
1: Screw you Russian hackers. Yeah. You jerks.
0: No one left to fight number two of two from series two. No. No one left to fight two number two of five. How about that? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's tough to say. Uh Ordinary Gods number five. Pennyworth number four. And we got Phenom X number one. Who's excited about that? I don't know what it is. It's, uh, an image comic written by John Leguizamo. Huh. And it is a, uh, some sort of superhero book. I'd check it out. And I assume it is X as in Latin X. I believe that's the, Oh, I believe that is the reason. Okay. It's somehow warranted a McFarlane cover for B. Well,
1: I mean, John Leguizamo is famous.
0: That is true. Um... Lots of random famous people showing up in the comics uh, scape, just like <laughs> releasing books that nobody cares about. Yeah, you get you got mom coming out. Scout actually oh, has yeah. one coming out from Andy Circus. Oh, weird! So, <laughs> that's weird. Huh? I don't know. I how mean, to feel about that. all kinds of people have ideas, man. Hey,
1: it's true. And when you're famous, people will do whatever you want. <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> I got this idea. It's called but. It's called butt shit. You know what? No. (laughs) Yes. And also,
0: if you're attractive, they'll do anything, as in uh, Alien Toilet Monsters. I don't know. There's a ridiculous comic called Alien Toilet Monsters by this, I think she was an Instagram model or something like that. But it's like, I think it's worth money, too. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's ridiculous and stupid, but I love that it's so fucking weird and it wasn't like some generic thing. Yeah. Like when i saw it i was like oh you know it's just some random attractive person that you know did attractive person covers and who cares and then it's like oh but they did something gross and silly and fun so i take it all back That's huh. actually pretty awesome <laughs>
1: when's tila tequila's comic coming out because uh, that one's gonna
0: rule <laughs> does uh does that cyber frog guy have an imprint? <laughs> oh wait, is up. she one of those now? Oh, Oh, she sure is. <laughs> I have no idea.
1: Oh. I was just reaching into the Instagram <laughs> person bank. And that's where of I,
0: Of she is some sort of monster. Yes. Who isn't? Um,
1: Pokemon. i know i remember when she was on stage at the 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 juggalo fest yes and she was just like Fuck yeah, and they're all like and just was throwing, throwing shit throwing at her. bottles of pee
0: at her oh
1: it was bottles of pee that's right i forgot about that
0: <laughs> blocked out that detail Whew. how could you block comic that? books we love them <laughs> we should do. uh pokemon journeys series graphic novel volume one they're journeying yep We've got a we've got one pop movies they live rowdy Roddy piper action figure coming in. I don't know why I only have one. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> rowdy Roddy Peeper. Uh, peepers. <laughs> um We got the trade for uh Proctor Valley finally out. Oh nice. That's
1: very exciting. Proctor Valley Road, the Grant Morrison. Yeah, yeah. Boom Studios. Werewolf Studios. Story. That oh, was actually spoiler really spoiler alert not really Yeah, they're on the cover. It's not even really a werewolf. It's just kind of werewolf adjacent.
0: <laughs> Werewolfish. Um and another book that makes me very proud to be part of the Black Caravan family, Provenance of Secrets, uh this number looks cool. 1. I like this cover book this is one. really good. Um you know, art by our our pal Christian Dabari. Oh, nice. It's it's super good. It's a noir. It's like it's not stuff that I see him normally doing. It's kind of a stretch for him and it works really well like his art style worked really well as a noir art style and it really kind of surprised me and it's just this kind of you know they're just retelling the the story of the king in yellow the 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 Ah, the proto the proto lovecraft story proto lovecraft yeah it's it's like 1800s i think is when it came out wish i could remember the name charles someone uh either way foster the, Cain. charles foster Kane. uh i read it it was very dry but i can definitely see where lovecraft got a lot of his ideas it's a cool idea of a cursed play with all sorts of spooky things that go on uh i liked it um i liked this version of it it's essentially you got a noir detective investigating the the events of the king in, in yellow yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, so we got that. And we, of course, have our Christian Debari exclusive Coast City Comics cover for that. Ooh. Uh, and it is really great. Like, I love this cover so much. It's, it's super spooky. And again, uh, a lot of, a lot of credit goes to, um, to sort of the presentation of this cover because it's got this little like there's a certain amount of it that you're like okay it's just sort of a figure but there's this creepy little smile that just kind of pokes through Mm. and it's really really spooky and I absolutely love it
1: I bet the original art of it is very cool to look upon
0: yeah maybe he'll give that to me who knows (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see Red Room Anti-Social Network Trade Paperback finally is out if you like books about people being tortured on the internet you're gonna love it uh righteous my favorite subject (laughs) righteous thirst for vengeance number two what a great book that first one was so good
1: um oh is that the reminder uh and uh who's the artist on it
0: somebody i didn't know
1: I knew the artist I liked the uh, I liked it uh it was um Uh, it's Andrea Lima Araujo Araujo, yeah um yeah did some I I believe did some Marvel work uh if it's who I'm thinking of um Hmm. some weird like maybe did that weird Ultimates run with the with the strange art uh style for Marvel but was really cool art style Hmm. maybe it's not the same artist I'm not sure. Either way, I like the first issue
0: of it. I don't know. Durner. Uh, we have uh, uh kind of a surprise for me this one. Um, Robin and Batman number one. This is a three-issue mini, and it's done square-bound format. Yeah, and it's a Dustin Nguyen artwork. Like he's gonna do the art the whole way through. Yeah, Jeff Lemire wrote which it, which I'm really happy about. Uh, and Jeff Lemire wrote it, and it's. It's an origin story for Robin which seems very much like something I would not give two shits yeah. about but it's really well done of course yeah. because of the two of them just the storytelling is just top top notch.
1: Yeah, you're getting it you're getting it for the creative team on this one cuz everybody Absolutely. knows the origin of fucking Robin.
0: But it is it, it is interesting too because this is another one of those uh Batman origin stories where Batman looks like a fucking prick. <laughs> you know, like not since uh whatever that uh what was it called Old Star was that the one that had him.
1: The goddamn Batman. Yeah, I'm the goddamn yeah, yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah. The one yeah, where him... he was just mean to Robin for an entire Robin was issue. Like, he, making he him was, cry.
0: He was locked in the bat cave for two weeks and he had to eat spiders to survive. Oh,
1: yeah. I forgot about that. I was just thinking about the part where they were in the Batmobile and he's yeah, just yeah, like no, he's berating just him and calling him an asshole. Yeah, and, yeah like...
0: well, there was that too, but like he was also like a like, yeah, severely yeah, yeah. Like, mental torturing monster. Wow. So, yeah. But I mean, again kind of just uh, addressing the fucking elephant in the room when you come to that but I, but there is a certain a certain part of me that's like I wonder why DC lets people mention that you should stop bringing that up because <laughs> people are going to start realizing that there's a giant flaw to this story
1: yeah i think people have realized it for a long time it's yeah, just like no, there's just- that suspension of disbelief where yeah, like you I agree. know it's like no oh, well he was good fighting crime so batman was just allowing him to reach his full potential
0: <laughs> yes i agree <laughs> <laughs> but the art
1: is really good and the story's good and it's it's a good take on it yeah like, i i liked it i was kind of on the fence where i was just like eh, i don't know I, i'm a big batman robin fan yeah so it was cool that it was robin and
0: batman <laughs> <laughs> little twist it's a twist um what about savage avengers number 26 mm. the story that will not die
1: yeah i don't know patrick Zercher kills on the art the art's real good um but i don't know i just kind of flipped through it it's such
0: a funny thing that this book keeps going people i don't think it sells that well but i mean it's so good yeah it's good it's It's, maybe it sells as traits it's funny because it is one of those books that i don't i don't read regularly but anytime i randomly pick up an issue i'm like holy fuck what a cool comic
1: yeah it's one of those things where either it sells better than, than you think or there's some reason why they right. are doing it and keeping yeah. this like super top notch creative team on it
0: that could be it too
1: because isn't it Duggan too It is. And he's like a top Marvel guy he's,
0: now oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely uh, Sea of Stars number 11 is out Six Sidekicks of Trigger Keaton number six the last oh, issue of God, that I love is that comic. out it's so good And there's uh, a manga called So I'm a Spider, So What? (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Graphic novel, (laughs) volume one. I'd read it. Uh, And we've got Star Wars Guardians of Will's graphic novel, which is a YA Star Wars graphic novel. We got another Star Wars Insider out this week, and it has a really, really sweet Halloween cover. It's got a, like, classic, like... 50s Bastille looking decoration and it's got just all sorts of Star Wars characters or people dressed as Star Wars characters trick or treating in in profile it's really awesome. Neat. Love it uh, High Republic number 11 Star Wars we got Static season 1 number 4 of 6 that I mean first issue I loved and just never managed to catch up. Ah. Uh. Don't know. But it, from what I remember, this was like straight up the cartoon. It was like a really good mingling of the comic with the cartoon. So you kind of got characters you knew from the cartoon, and it was like pretty straightforward, nice. which I like.
1: Yeah, it looks good. I think this is the one that crisscross Cross draws. It is, yeah. yeah. so it's really good.
0: Yeah, he's super talented. Stillwater uh, by Zadarski and Perez, number 11. Cool and strange Academy number 13 continues to be one of my favorite Marvel books. This is another one of those issues. Um, it's sort of in the same way that the Tom Taylor, uh, version of Superman did things that made me remember why I love Superman. This took such a turn of like, somebody does something in this comic as a, present to some to an evil character essentially you have this you have this unforgivably evil person that's been trying to hurt people and someone goes out of their way you know to know your punishment is very cruel and i want to help you and it's weird it's a very like it's just one of those moments that's like this is why superhero comics work because you can do these kinds of things and tell these kind of stories that are life-affirming and awesome. Mm. And this one was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> like, that was really good. So, again, love this book. Can't say enough good things about it. Nice. Um, Superman versus Lobo, number two. This is a fun, dumb fucking book. They fight. They fight. They, they fight and fight and they fight. They, they, fight. Fight. they actually fight. don't fight. fight in this one at all <laughs> uh, because they did something very nice for a very powerful being in issue one. And that, that being, uh, does them both a favor and this favor does them a a real solid, which leads them to, uh, change the way they live their entire lives for an entire issue. It is one whole issue. Very strange, uh, and fun and silly. Cool. I, I really dig it. Nice. It's, It's a. This is like the money shot team writing. It's it's dumb, but it's really fun and dumb. It's dumb. It's fun. It's It's fun fun and fun and dumb. dumb. So, (laughs) what is not dumb in even a slight way is the thing number one. Did you read it? Did you like it? I did read it and I did like it. I thought
1: it was good. Might be my. I mean, granted, we only got the Marvel DC, so I can't really say of all the comics that came out. But it's my pick of the comics I read. Yeah. Hands down, it's good real good real real good much darker than i thought in places but right. the balance of light and dark Agree. is really really good and the art and the is so stuff. good
0: i did not expect it to go cosmically surreal yeah i didn't expect a lot of what's going on here it's the art is so perfect it's what i described it as is kind of like almost like a mignola treatment of the thing Yeah, is what it feels like it's it It feels European to me it feels European it feels like it's just it's adding all sorts of like supernaturally surreally kind of weird shit to it that's really fun
1: but there's like that one there's like a prologue that's very dark and then it cuts to uh a, a single image of the thing where you are introduced to him and he's basically like wearing um like a fisherman's uh fishing suit yeah yeah (laughs) with the cap and everything and it's like such a weird awesome transition from this supernatural darkness to this like ben Grimm wearing a costume uh but it's it also is i don't know who walter mosley is the writer tom riley the artist i've encountered a few times uh i can't remember exactly where but i really really like the artist um and it's a classic era, like Marvel thing. So it's like set in the like Lee Kirby times before the thing is married and the, you know, whatever. But, um. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Walter Mosley is, is like a real writer. Oh. He's like a famous old time, like known for like crazy, uh, kind of noir books. Uh, okay. He did stuff. Uh, like, yeah, he is. He's an interesting cat. Um, uh, he's done a bunch of. He's won a. He's won grandmaster awards. Wow. Fuck yeah, he's really he's. So really like a novelist. Well, he's a novelist. Novelist. Fascinating.
1: I love the. There's a guy that shows up at the end too. Well, he shows up throughout the comic, but when he finally shows up at the end, it's like that is a very cool like villain kind of thing. Like yeah. Just a very unique visual. Um, I really, really dug this comic. Very, yep. very good. The Thing. It's just The Thing, I guess. It is just yeah, The Thing. Yeah, it's just The Thing, number one. The Next Big Thing, part one. Yep. Very cool. Uh,
0: something I didn't care for, Titans United, number three. Yeah. I'm not a fan of this book.
1: It's it's always too soap opera Yep.
0: It sucks, because I love the characters, it's the, but yeah. The lineup is perfect. What's well, this? Yeah, it's, so annoying. It's the lineup that I want to read about, and then they- fucked
1: it up it's the lineup from the tv show but yeah. they forget that the characters in the comics well, no, they don't forget anything whatever it's just it's yeah. they need they put out a comic with the characters from the tv show and it's yep. just navel gazey and soap opera and instead the art of is, being fun yeah it should 100 percent be fun
0: it's it's crazy you know i mean the know, tv
1: show isn't fun so I guess they're really oh, embracing oh, that the,
0: TV show. I was thinking, I was thinking you met the, the teen Titans. Oh guy. no,
1: my God. If they did a comic in that style, I think it would be like exactly what they should do, but they just like, for whatever it's, reason, that comic, that show, this, what, it's not a CW show, but yeah, it's like, yeah, a, it's, it, whatever, whatever it's on now, but like it's dark Yep. and just like grim, dark, like fuck Batman. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it probably has changed over time. If it's anything like, uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, maybe it'll get good maybe. after season three. I've actually, three.
0: I've heard things, I've heard that it has gotten better. That's cool. So, interesting. I don't yeah. know. But not this my, comic not was my just kind of, whatever. I agree. Transformers, Wreckers, Tread and Circuits, number two. We've got Trover Saves the Universe, number four. Unbelievable Unteen's World of Black Hammer, number four. Undiscovered Country, number 17. Vampirella, number 25. And oh boy this is the book of the week uh not just because i got hundreds of copies of it <laughs> quite literally uh but because it was my favorite i i am so excited about this book going forward Nice venom number one uh i mean it's got one of my favorite artists it's got two of my favorite writers on it it's like yep. it's a uh, it can't fail is it's, it, Ram- it's Ram- V. it's Ram V. And Ewing. Oh, and Al Ewing, yeah, yeah. So you got...
1: And Brian Hitch drawing Brian it. And
0: Brian Hitch drawing it, for fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is so good. The story is really fun. I care about the characters. I like Dylan a lot. Yeah. Like, as a character, I care about him. I love Sleeper. I love his fucking cat. To cat, yeah. That is, like, perfect. That is a perfect thing to have. It's such a classic throwback kind of, like as a protector, having this like super powerful symbiote as this adorable little cat that follows him mm. around. Perfect. Like, you know, 1920s wish fulfillment. Like, I wish I had a little buddy that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. whatever it's like, it's so good. And this story not only introduces two brand new, massive, massive characters, yeah. um, you know, a new, a new major symbiote character and a new like, hyper big bad on hmm. the on the level of the king in black and but also kind of extra dimensional and extra temporal which also brings in some other stuff that obviously
1: so my take was wow all right wow. um someone started early today uh for me it was a solid like I liked it like it was it was I yeah. thought it was a good comic and I'm wondering because of the and I don't think I'm spoiling anything. You've got the kid and you've got Eddie. Yes. And it continues directly from the the um, Stegman. Um, yep. Why can't I think of the writer's name? Uh, Donnie Cates, Cates. Uh Cates. From their run, so I think that Rom V is writing the kid, and that Al Ewing yes. is writing the the Eddie.
0: Yeah, there's there's basically a horror story being written by Ewing. Is that's, that the cosmic one? That's the cosmic okay. one. Okay. is going to be sort of a horror story. All right. And the, the story that, that he's going to write is going to be the, the like kid story on Earth.
1: I really liked the kid story. I cared less for the yes. cosmic story. Yeah. Uh, but that said, the whole package was cool and I am on board to see where it goes.
0: There is a, a thing that I'm probably just mistaking as far as the character design goes but there is a character introduced in this book that i think was from the alien book and that's that's what i'm curious about huh their design is very similar interesting and i don't know if that's intentional or if it's just coincidental hmm. but if it is not coincidental that then that weird. is fucking weird um uh, uh, also, this
1: so, has a cool Peach Maboko variant. It cover does. With uh, I mean, the flowers as the white parts of the Venom costume. Great very, covers. Very cool. the, yeah, there's uh, other cool covers as the well. The
0: 1 in 25 Sienkiewicz variant is so pretty. Um, th- there's so many good ones. But uh, yeah, this, this book is great. I am very excited about it going forward. And another book, even though I haven't fucking read it yet, that I'm very excited about going forward is what's the furthest place from here number one Hmm. this book looks really cool and i can't wait to see it nice but ain't got it yet um i don't know what it is i have i have read a few pages of it from a preview that i got and it looked so fun
1: who's the publisher on it
0: it is image comics Ah. Uh, it is a this is a beefy one i think it's like a 60 pager for this thing like ultra mega yeah it's like it's like a big one nice but it's it's done in, so it's sort of a punk rocky kind of end of the world kind of story. It's it's definitely got that like ultra hip kind of vibe going on, where it's like about their record collection and the end of the world, and there's like <laughs> a lot of a lot of that kind of the shit going on. Hmm. But it looks really well done, and I'm I'm just stoked about it. I think it's. gonna be, check it out. I sounds going to be a goddamn delight. Got my
1: curiosity peaked.
0: Yeah, into it and the variant covers also actually helped get me excited about it because the choices they made, there was a weird tank girl kind of homage done by, uh, by Scotty young. Oh, and there's these other weird, like, uh, the, there's a Jenny Frizone cover. Hmm. That's this woman with like a domino mask and she's pregnant. And there's a red glowing handprint on her stomach. <laughs> weird. And it's like, Okay. I'm into it. What is this? Huh. I need to know. Yeah. So, nice. Looks cool. Nice. Uh we got Witchblade number 8 or Witch Blood, sorry, very different. Oh, Witch Blood. I like that one. Witch Blood is great. That was a really fun comic. Not so much.
1: Witchblade, I don't even think comes out.
0: <laughs> I don't think that exists anymore. No. Um Wonder Woman number 781 is out. There
1: I got to shout out this one. It's yeah. really good. Uh, I mean, this, this is, is, is
0: this a Dodson one? N-
1: the cover is Dodson. Uh but no, it's uh it's becky clunan is writing it
0: oh yeah yeah
1: but this is the first one um after this kind of trip through the other realms of of myth that she, that they did for a few issues that did guest star and the reason why i am shouting this out uh guest star dead man oh and they've hell got yeah. a new take on dead man in this that's what? not been done before and is very very cool huh uh i was super into this like she's hanging out she's literally like on adventures dr (laughs) Dr. psycho is the villain um which is that weird creepy midget creepy small person yes Uh,
0: well he's a creepy uh he's like a little Modoc. yeah yeah he looks like a ventriloquist dummy
1: yes he's a creepy villain yes uh and also does weird mind shit that's yes. gross yeah um but anyway which um, is
0: called out in the in the cartoon <laughs> of harley quinn nice yeah that it is, should, that's a very, that's should a, definitely be that is out. a main that is a main plot of dr psycho is what a creep he is yeah yeah and he tries to redeem himself as a as a creep throughout the story
1: um but the art in this is actually really good um I think this artist uh, did some Batman comics recently, but it's a it's a cool uh, it's a cool take. But anyway, just the the shit they're doing with Dead Man in it is is totally like if you like Dead Man, you might not like it because it's visually very different than anything, anything you've seen from Dead Man before. Um, in fact, it took me a second to be like, who the
0: hell is she talking to? <laughs> who is this guy? Nice. Interesting. I yeah. want to see it. Um and also there is a there's a B cover for it that is done in a Disney princess style that is really cool. Yeah, it's, it's a nice cover. It's a fun cover. And there's
1: a backup uh in it that's like tying in this is like road to something or whatever so mm. it's like some kind of like upcoming storyline tie-in kind of thing.
0: Interesting. The little Cool. Kind of, I dug it. So that is it. That's what we got um that's the story for now uh we got two coast city comics exclusive covers this week we've got a signing coming up on saturday uh those are the things to remember um comics are going to come in eventually yeah.
1: we'll uh we'll post something when they, when they
0: come <laughs> yeah obviously i'll throw it up on the instagram and the facebook yeah uh also thanks. i didn't do
1: a video this week because there's not enough all the stock isn't there because so. it looks sad
0: yeah I mean, uh but uh, but definitely thanks for sticking with us through all of this nonsense and uh, and follow us at Coast City Comics and at i um Actually Comics and uh, that's it. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. Yes. Good night. Bye.